Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, Bessingman Check rebukes Henry Corte, demands apology for modifying noise-making ban. Bagbin's remark about Mahama and Baumia wasn't a prediction for 2024 polls, says Parliament. In other stories, we will amend SNIT Act to collect contributions from workers' total remuneration, SNIT borrowers. And in other stories this evening, don't come to my palace without NHIS card, chief orders indigents. This business potent showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awentemi Akansikum. Now, the details. Besemanche Ni Ayi Bonte II has asked the Greater Accra Regional Minister Henry Corte to render an apology to the Ghana state for allegedly varying the terms of observing the month-long ban on drumming and noise making, which precedes the celebration of the Homo War Festival. It will be recalled that the Greater Accra Regional House of Chiefs, in collaboration with faith-based organizations, signed an agreement to allow the use of microphones and public address systems, clapping of hands at reduced volumes in churches during the ban on drumming and noise-making. This was after a stakeholders meeting between the entities and Greater Accra Regional Security Council, led by Henry Corte at Dotowa, a move which has since been condemned by the Gadangbe Council. Speaking at the Adadoi Festival celebration to lift the ban on drumming and noise making, Besemanche Ni Ayibonte II expressed dissatisfaction over the matter, stressing that no one has the right to destroy the traditions of the Ghana people. He thus demanded that Henry Corte renders an apology to the Ghana state. In other stories, Parliament has clarified that the Speaker's reference to former President John Dramani Mahama and Vice President Mahmoudou Baumia during his visit to Yakbangura in Damango was not a prediction of the 2024 polls. Speaker of Parliament Kingsford Alban Bagbin was said to have predicted that the 2024 elections will be between Mr. Mahama and Dr. Baumia and that it will be the first time in the history of the Fourth Republic that both major parties in Ghana will have candidates hailing from the northern part of Ghana. The parliament said Mr. Bagman instead urged the people of the north to be excited that they will be well represented in the political arena. He suggested that what should be the focus of interest to the people in northern Ghana, in which context he was speaking, is that they will be well represented at the apex of Ghana's political structure and that should be a source of pride to them. The speaker explained that despite political differences, we are one people with a common destiny. Our common goal, therefore, should be to work towards the common good of all Ghanaians irrespective of our political differences parliament added in the statement now director general of the social security and national insurance trust snit 
Dr. John Oforitin Crying says his outfit is proposing an amendment to its act to increase deductions made from workers' salary as part of their pension contribution. According to him, the current system, which only allows those deductions to be made from the basic salaries of workers, have led to some people making all kinds of gymnastics as to what is basic rather than your total remuneration. He said the situation where workers receive generous allowances and the perks and tiny basic salaries differently contributes to the low pension benefits they receive in their retirement from SNAID. As a result, Dr. Tinkwine said the proposed amendment will seek to collect pension benefits from a worker's total remuneration rather than just the basic salary. Now, the Omahini of Gosu traditional area Nana Akwesi Busumpra has disclosed that the doors of his palace would be shut to anyone who attempts to visit the palace without the NHIA card. His order is a move to stimulate interest in the National Health Insurance Scheme and get his indigents to access affordable health care. According to Nana Akwesi Busumpra, it has become necessary to make the NHIS card a requirement for access to the palace due to his recognition of the scheme as an intervention tailored for the healthcare and economic needs of his town folks. Speaking during a visit by an NHIA delegation led by its chief executive officer, Dr. Bernard Okoboy, Nana Kwesi Bosumpra disclosed that registration onto the NHIA has been made mandatory for every household under his traditional council as he believes it will enable them to access quality yet affordable health care. He appealed to traditional leaders across the country to ramp up efforts to encouraging people to register for the National Health Insurance Scheme NHIS. He indicated that the role of the chiefs in ensuring that every Ghanaian has medical insurance cannot be overlooked. Hence, there is the need to revive community involvement in the affairs of the NHIS. Dr. Okoboy thanked the Gosu Omahene for his generous donation of the piece of land used for the construction of the NHIA regional office and the two other district offices. According to Dr. Okoboy, chiefs are revered as key stakeholders to the sustenance of the scheme, hence they must come on board and actively play the role as ambassadors. The NHIA chief executive delegation earlier conferred on the Ahafo Regional Minister Honorable George Yawachi, who joined the team to inaugurate the newly built project. The regional coordinating director, Mr. Alexander Fojo, the Gosu Municipal Chief Executive, Honorable Yao Osebwahini, the Municipal Director of Ghana Health Service, Mr. Matthew Amponsa, and other stakeholders witnessed the inaugural ceremony. Now, moving to business this evening, Minority Member on the Works and Housing Committee of Parliament says prices of housing units constructed by the state housing company are too high. According to them, even the average Ghanaian and the middle class cannot afford to buy them. The prices for various developments undertaken by SHC and inspected by the committee range from 800,000 Ghana cities and 1.1 million Ghana cities around Adenta and Amrehia in Accra. Speaking to the media, 
Minority spokesperson on works and housing, Vincent Opoku Asamwa, said even he, a privileged MP, cannot afford the price and wondered where a low-level civil servant will get, get such an amount to purchase such housing unit. Chairman of the committee, Isaac Kwame Esiama, is also concerned about the prices but says the current management of the state housing company must be commended for lifting the company from ruins. According to him, the cost is not affordable since the middle class will even struggle to raise the amount. Meanwhile, the managing director of the state housing company, Kobna Ampofo Apia, says the institution over the years has been seeking to be profitable and to provide homes for the highest quality at the lowest prices available. He said, however, that the state housing company has experienced a number of challenges, including land acquisition in the greater Accra region. He said that the government has offered to provide state housing company with roads, water and electricity, which will go a long way to reducing the cost of the housing unit. He added that if this is something we can sustain in the long term, it is going to help us as a company to be able to deliver low-income homes. Now in sports, National Sports Authority NSA Director Professor Peter Chumesi has commended the Ghana Basketball Association GBBA for winning the right to host the FIBA Under-16 Zone 3 qualifiers. He lauded the GBBA at a presser held in Accra Sports Stadium to officially announce the upcoming tournament that is set to run from June 22nd to June 24 at the Aiden Heights in Accra's capital, Accra. GBBA President Atu Van Vanessa, GBBA Vice President Idrisu Agambiri and Alex Kukula, and GBBA Treasurer Urara Commandor were present at the ceremony held earlier yesterday. The competition's local organizing committee was inaugurated by the NSA boss who charged them to execute their duties well to ensure the competition is held successfully. On his part, the GBBA president Atu Vanessa was confident in a host and win scenario playing out for Team Ghana in the competition. Ghana, Ivory Coast and Nigeria are expected to compete in the tournament. Now in showbiz, the chief executive officer of Charterhouse, Theresa Ayoade, has recounted incidents that led to the birth of the uh, prestigious Ghana Music Awards. Sharing the story in a yet-to-be-aired interview, Mrs. Ayoade said her Nigerian husband got the idea when he saw two Ghanaian artists arguing over who is the most popular at the backstage of Agro, another TV production he came up with. Being a sales expert with a multimedia group at the time, as well as a creative lover, the CEO said she hopped onto the idea and that led to the creation of the country's most reputable music award event. According to her, her husband was very intrigued by Ghana's vibrant music scene due to the introduction of other genres like hip life among others. Thus, after he toured the country with the Agro show, he made a suggestion to his wife for the Ghana Music Award 
to be born i was in that marketing space so i jumped into it and we designed it and packaged it for it to be launched so it was at the time that i resigned from the multimedia group so that i could join him to organize it and that was when chatterhouse was there she narrated and that's it with the evening's bulletin here on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awin timi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time have a good evening Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation.